welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us for another segment. In this segment, we're going to be speaking with Thompson Adaran Comey. He's joining us here as co-founder and CEO of Nice Healthcare to discuss why Nice Healthcare was founded and how it's solving systemic pain points with its unique blend of innovation and personal touches. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Thompson. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, give us a bit of your professional background briefly and talk about Nice Healthcare. Why was it founded? Yeah, so professionally, you know, I'm a statistician, so I completed a master's degree in statistics at the University of Minnesota, and I worked with a health economist for a number of years before transitioning into management. And then after I did that management, more in the health data finance side of things, I went on to get my MBA. And it was in, during my MBA program that I started building healthcare companies as I saw the inequities and efficiencies in the healthcare market play out in real life. When it comes to um, inequities in healthcare, is it all about the affordability of healthcare? For me, it's, it's two parts: it's the affordability and the accessibility. Mm-hmm. So certainly, there's the affordability. You know, because if you have an average household income of say fifty thousand dollars a year, you know, but you have you know, and you don't have five hundred or thousand dollars in savings then a couple hundred dollars on a medical visit could be a huge blow to you on a monthly or weekly basis. So that's a huge problem that this country has. And there's just the access. If you don't have access to transportation, if you can't take time off of work, you know, if you are a single parent, if you have children with high needs, you don't have the time to go waste four hours in a clinic waiting for a doctor who's running late to see you Mm -hmm. for five minutes. So accessibility and affordability. Uh, When it comes to affordability, what about the large companies that are paying for health care for their employees? Yeah, so you see what we have is a situation, we have multiple types of health care in this country. We have Medicare where the government's paying you know, for the elderly. We have Medicaid where the government is paying for those who are low income or, um, or have certain disease burdens. And then you have everybody in between. And they're getting their health care from their employer. Now, the problem is that insurance companies and providers kind of have this unspoken rule where they'll accept lower payment from the government as long as they continue getting higher payments from insurance companies. Well, then how do insurance companies make those higher payments possible? They have to charge more. Who do they charge more? They charge the people in the middle, hardworking, hardworking Americans, hardworking families who are barely getting by anyways, are having to bear the financial burden of healthcare for the rest of the country. Now, when it comes to small businesses, I guess it's um, even more pronounced. You, you're already a small business owner trying to take care of your own healthcare, but what if you have a couple, maybe three employees of that small business? That, that's, that's exactly right. You know, because if you're a small business, you don't have the leverage, you don't have the clout in your local economy to negotiate better rates. You can't be self-insured. Self-insured is a way of doing your health benefit that allows you to have lower prices, lower costs. So if you're a small business, you have to accept what the market is going to give you. So take that situation, right? Describe this middle of the, this middle of the economy that's paying for all the healthcare. If you drill down even deeper into that, it's the people who are working for small businesses, people who have the lowest wages, who are ultimately paying the most as a percentage of their income for healthcare. Well, I'm going to ask a, a problem, maybe an obvious question. Why hasn't the healthcare industry been focused on uh, providing some more fair pricing practices to the people that they rely on? <laughs> well, first, let me start off by saying what you're going to hear if you say that's a healthcare wonk, a policy person, a healthcare executive. They're going to say, they're going to say, oh, it's inflation. They're going to say, oh, the providers are charging too much. They're going to say people are sick. They need to exercise and they need to eat better. Well, that's a bunch of garbage. It's ridiculous. Because the problem is salaries. 
If you're working in an industry, say, say you're working in an industry and you're making $300,000, $500,000 a year, and it just goes up and up every year. Every year you can increase your prices. There's nothing anybody can do about it. Why? There's no incentive to charge lower prices. There's no incentive to create more value. There's no incentive to help people out. So the problem ultimately is the salary that people are being paid. They want to maintain those salaries. They don't want those salaries to go away until they retire. So therefore, they, we will not see change in healthcare from the establishment, from the incumbents. So what is your company doing to address this situation? So the first thing Nice Healthcare did is we created a place that the patient and the clinician are aligned that the focus is ultimately on that relationship, on those two individuals, and we operate on an ethical margin. So the first thing we did is we said, we're not going to accept insurance reimbursement. We're not going to take that money. We're not going to take that blood money. I'll go as far as to say that. You know, and that's the first step is saying no to that money. And the second step is by focusing everything around the patient and committing to operate on an ethical margin. So we could charge more. We could absolutely charge more for our service, but we choose not to because it is the right thing to do. So you see, it's a choice. We're choosing to operate this way. And then what we've done then is we've made our model incredibly efficient by removing the bricks and mortar and bringing all the care into the home of the patient to make it more accessible. So we have a low price that even small businesses can afford. We have removed the bricks and mortar, so all the care comes into the home of the patient. So you see, we've solved those two problems that I started off talking about, the cost issue and the accessibility issue. Well, how does this sit with physicians? So currently, Nice Healthcare does not have any physicians in our model. Uh, our model consists solely of employed nurse practitioners, physicians assistants, um, mental health therapists, and physical therapists. So we, we work with that type of clinician, and that allows us to provide the care that we want at the level that we want and the way that we want. Uh, maybe in the future, we might you know start working with physicians, but at this time, we don't. And then in addition to that, our model includes certain services that the patient doesn't have to pay for. So just to give you a little bit of detail, what Nice Healthcare is, it's a membership-based primary care model in which the patient doesn't have any out-of-pocket costs. The patient pays $0. And what does the patient get? The patient gets unlimited access to virtual care from primary care clinicians, physical therapy, uh, musculoskeletal care, mental health care. Over 550 drugs are free. Prescription drugs are free under our program that you can go to 65,000 pharmacies nationwide and pick up that drug as part of our program. 35 labs and tests. We'll do 35 labs and tests in the home of the patient. The patient pays nothing. We do x-rays and EKGs in the home of the patient. Again, they pay nothing for these visits and these services. And what that allows, it allows for the clinician and the patient to focus on health, to focus on wellness, to focus on getting better, you know, instead of worrying about how much something costs and how to get it and how to change your schedule and work around it. How far-reaching is NICE's availability? So Nice Healthcare is an incredibly scalable model. Today, we operate in 18 markets across 12 states across the country, and uh, we're continuing to expand. Well, is there anything that you'd like to add for our listeners and then give us a website where we can learn much more about Nice Healthcare? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll start with the website in case I forget. So the website is nice.healthcare. So there's no .com, just to be clear, it's nice.healthcare. Very simple, just like our model. And, and the thing, again, I've, I've touched on many points today, but what I would like to leave people with is this. Don't listen to the healthcare policy walks. Don't listen to the healthcare executives. Don't listen to people sitting on stages at panels talking about this or that. The problem with healthcare is the price. That has been the problem for the last 50 years. We have incredible healthcare in this country. We have incredible quality. We have incredible clinicians who are passionate about making care better. The problem is the way we've structured it and the people standing in the way are those 
who are not clinicians, quite frankly, you know, who are driving the price of healthcare through their, you know, ridiculous and oftentimes corrupt schemes. When you hear words like value-based care, when you hear words, you know, like uh, triple aim, quadruple aim, these are deflections. Okay, so all we need to do and focus on in this country is how you get the price of healthcare down. The way you do that is by aligning the incentives, just like anything else in life. You go to the grocery store, you don't expect to pay $50 for a dozen eggs, but that's what's happening in healthcare today. And so we need to make sure that stops happening. That should be the main focus of any healthcare innovator, clinician, administrator, government official in this country. Thompson, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to our next conversation. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Thompson Adarikomi, CEO and co-founder of Nice Healthcare. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio. 